Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to That Movie List Podcast. I'm your host Ben and I am joined by the man, the myth... The football fan. It's Dave. All right, Dave. Hello. Um, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Good. How are you? I'm not bad. Thanks. Excellent. Sure we, never, we, started we never ask. We never ask. We never ask how we are. I just. I just jump straight in. Yeah. Like some podcasts have like non, um, like non-topic related banter at the front where they talk about stuff that's completely irrelevant so people get to know them. But we don't do that. We did that before we hit record. That's true. People yeah. don't want to listen to our mindless waffle. <laughs> they don't do they? No. They no don't. more than they have to. No, that's fair. Um, so I text you saying we're going to do a podcast this week Dave and I think it should be linked to the European Football Championships that are happening at this very time in 2021 even though it's the 2020 Championships mm-hmm. um, and I said have you got any ideas what kind of podcast we could do and I thought you might come back with top films starring footballers mm-hmm. or top five films about football Yep. or even top five European films Yep, valid ideas. Yeah, ooh la la. But you came back with, why don't we pick the best film from the last five times the European champion, the last five years the European Championships were held in? Yes. So as random as that is, that's what we're doing this week. There you go. <laughs> so what we've done is we've looked back at the last five years, including this year, last five times it was held, so 2020, 2016, 2012, 2008, and 2004. That's right, isn't it? Correct. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, you go, no, Ben, it was on, it was on every three years, and uh, you've picked really <laughs> random movies. And, um, yeah, we're going to tell you the best film from those years. Not five from each of those years. This won't be here for 20 years, but mm. the best film from each of those years. Yes, correct. So Correct. this wasn't actually that difficult a list to put together. No, it's dead easy. Yeah. Dead easy. Again, another valid reason for picking it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's quick, it's easy, we get it done. Right. <laughs> so if you're doing a bit of research yourself, if you want to kind of do what you normally do, which is you've got your own ideas in your head, 2004, 2008, 2012, 2016, and 2020. Yep. How many of those five years and five different films do you think we've got exactly the same? I would say three, I reckon. I reckon two. But we've got a lot of honourable mentions in here as well, I think. It, like you, you look down the list and it's like you're looking through 12 months of film. So it's going to be... There's going to be a lot of honourable mentions, I think. There was a clear... One of these you think is mine, I purposely didn't put in there because I know for definite it's yours. Right, okay. And I went for like another film that I loved from that year. Okay. So. Okay, fine. All right. Fine. See so where we go from there. Do you want to start early or late? Well, how have you how have you ranked yours? How have you put them in order? Oh, I've not. I've literally gone 2004, 2000. And okay, so, so you've, I've just you've done, done five not, top ones I've rather not, than one yeah, top I've five. Done, yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I. So I, you, have you put your years then in order of quality of movie? Yeah. I can do that. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Um, Quick editorial discussion. Bear with me. Uh, yeah, it's probably something we should have discussed beforehand. I just assume we just go through year by year. What we need now, um, what we what we need is a sting for editorial discussion and just some lift music. So if you could edit that in afterwards, that'd be great. I can do that. No worries. Um, should I go copyright or not copyright? Uh, I don't care. 
<laughs> no, but if you are recording, uh, if you are a studio, I did this last time, if you are a studio listening, um, we're, we're really poor, um, so there's no point trying to sk- sue us. And if you, if you've got no money, either. we haven't got any money, and I will go back and take out all the music if you threaten me with lawyers. Seriously, I've got no backbone whatsoever. Um, okay, let's do it. I've got my number five. You got your number five? Yes. What year does your number five come from? 2020. Oh, really? Mm. What's your number five, Dave? Well, 2020, um, depending on how far in the future you'll listen to this, it was a funny old year. <laughs> Um, Why, Dave? Something weird happened in 2020? Yeah, there weren't many movies out. Um, Writer's Strike. At cinema. Yeah, Writer's Strike. Yeah, yeah, Writer's Strike. Strike And uh, COVID. And yeah, so I I didn't see any new movies in 2020. (laughs) But (laughs) I did go to the cinema. So is your film from 2020? It It was out in 2020. It wasn't released in 2020. Oh, so this is this is a technicality, but it was that or nothing. So if you've not seen any, so when you went through a list of 2020 movies, I haven't. Seen you've not seen a film that has been released in 2020. No. That's bizarre. I, don't know. I haven't seen a film released this year either. So we're fair, now 18 months from seeing. Well, no one has yet. Yeah, no one has really yet. I mean, going to see Black Widow next week, so you got that to look forward to. That'd be good. good yeah. yeah. Um, right. Your number five then. Jumanji: The Next Level. Okay. I saw that in the new year, so I did see it last year. I did see it in 2020. Yeah. It was released at the end of 2019. So yeah, that that was my pick because it was literally the only pick I could go for. But also it was a decent movie. Was it the best movie of 2019? Mm, I didn't look. I doubt it. No. <laughs> I very much doubt was it. it not a, was it not a five-star movie then, Dave? It wasn't a five-star movie, no. It was fun. And everything with the rocking is fun. Yes. But it it wasn't. It was it was just it was just a fun film. Yeah, and a hundred percent of the films that I watched last year. So <laughs> you yeah. are a new father as well. Yes. So that did happen last year too. So it's not like you know people are going God, could you, you know, That's rent true. rent a movie, you know, stuff like that. Oh, so. if you're bringing that into it, yeah, I probably didn't go to the cinema since my daughter was born on the second of January. No, I didn't go on New Year, so yeah, I didn't go to the cinema last year. But this is the last, the last film I watched. Therefore, is the most. <laughs> so the last film I went to see at the cinema was Birds of Prey, and I think I went to see Joker just before that, and I think that was it. Mm. So I think I, I went to the cinema in February, mm. and then I've not been to the cinema since February, and yeah. I am I, my ticket is booked for to date this June seventh, twenty twenty one. Nice. So there you go. So that's. No, not June seventh, June 9th, twenty twenty one. So next Friday, nice. I am, I am there, at the cinema, at ten past nine. <laughs> okay then. So, <laughs> my number five is from two thousand and four. Okay, and it's The Incredibles. Interesting. Okay. So I love The Incredibles. It's one of my favourite superhero movies. If you had to use one word to describe it, what word would it be? Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just, it's got everything. It's, its you know, it's a great action film. It's really funny. It's got that great family dynamic. And in a time when there are a ridiculous amount of superhero movies, it's found a way to do something completely different with it. That's fair. Incredibles 2 was all right. Yeah. Incredi- it's never going to beat Incredibles 1, even though we all desperately wanted a sequel to Incredibles 1. You didn't. You didn't like Incredibles, did you? Not particularly, no. no. I don't like com- comic book sort of cartoon like cartoon, cartoon, don't cartoon like comic films. Movies, mate. Oh, no, fair enough, yeah. Was, no, I like the baby. That's about it. Yeah, that's fair. 
But yeah, 2004. There were some great films in 2004. Yes. And like I said, we, we, we might look at honourable mentions in a bit. But um, yeah, Incredibles for me. Nice. So what's your what year is your number four? My number four is from 2016. Okay. So classic Euros year. And... Yeah, I could have put this in a bit of context, but I couldn't tell you who won the Euros in any of these years. It's done, it's over, it's gone. This has nothing to do with football, this podcast. No. So, 2016 was the year Romania won, and I'm going for Creed. Nice. In that year. Great choice. It, it didn't do too well at the box office in the UK, apparently. It wasn't It wasn't one of the big hitters, if you excuse the pun. Hey. But it. I, I thought Creed was a great film. It was. It was exactly what the Rocky franchise needed yeah. and continues to need. And it's, it's yeah, it, it's probably the best of the boxing films in that Rocky franchise, I'd say. Ooh. That's bold, isn't it? You reckon Creed's the best Rocky movie? I think it could be, yeah. I think it could be. Yeah, you know what? There's an argument for it. Mm. And I think there's an argument for it because what they get is the benefit of hindsight. They get to look yes. back at... They, it's the best of those movies. Yes. It's why Rocky Balboa is one of the best of the Rocky movies. It yeah. shouldn't be, yeah. but it's literally a greatest hit of yeah. all the other Rocky movies. I, I was going to say, it's between those two, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Creed 2 did a job. Yeah. Was all right. Yeah. I do want to see a Creed 3. I think yeah, Creed definitely. 3 is coming. Um, I don't think Rocky's in it, though. Right, I think okay. Sylvester Sloan said, said he's not going to be part of Creed 3. Okay, interesting. So, yeah. that seems short-sighted, you know in his career yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because he's got so much else on yeah um you know he just wants to leave these characters behind yeah so uh, I've, gone, I've gone for creed yeah i think that's a that's a, a solid shout that's 2016. your 2016 movie mm. yeah Ryan, what's yours what's your number four sorry my number four is from 2020 Ooh. and it's tenet right okay so love christopher nolan think he's amazing um love the way he takes a blockbuster idea and complicates it so Inception is I love Inception amazing movie very complicated very not blockbustery but has loads of cool action sequences and loads of cool action parts in it Um, love Dark Knight movies as you can imagine all those kind of things Um, Tenet is exactly like Inception it is a blockbuster movie it's got some very cool ideas great actors great massive set piece action pieces in it and I just about held on to what it was about. Nice. For three quarters of the way through. It's all to do with going backwards in time and going forwards in time. Not time travel, but moving backwards and forwards in time. Okay. As cute as it sounds, it's like the actual process of going backwards in time and moving forwards. It's all bizarre. Right. And it was one of those where I was watching it. I was thankful it wasn't a cinema movie because, you know, my wife would be like, uh, I'm lost. So I'd stop it and be like, okay, I think it's this, 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 and this. Yeah. That would make enough sense for both of us to keep enjoying it. Okay. It'd be cool. And we keep doing that every now and again. And then the last 20 minutes, my wife was like, nah, I'm lost. I was like, yeah, me too. Let's just keep <laughs> watching till the end. Because it just got to a point where I just couldn't. But I loved it still. It was still a brilliant movie, a proper Christopher Nolan blockbuster. I thought it was great. So uh, See, it's interesting. A lot of people come out of, came out of it and said that and, sort of they didn't really understand it but they enjoyed it which I guess this, it, it's still a good sign of a film I think like Matrix and yeah. things like that were of a similar ilk it, an Inception 
There was a yeah, exactly. There was a there was an interview that Keanu Reeves did when he was promoting Matrix, and he was saying for the adults, it's got philosophy and it's got about the existence and about who we are as a people and it's got kung fu for the kids <laughs> and it was just like yeah you couldn't have summed up matrix better That's what's fine. going on i don't know but look at the way that guy's kicking it's, it's brilliant <laughs> and tenet's a bit like that you know uh, who's is he going backwards or forwards in time right now i have no idea what he's doing why is there two of him i don't know but they've crashed that plane into that building and that is cool so it's <laughs> you're just about on top of what's going on to understand but if someone goes why is that happening you'd be like no idea Okay. So, but it's it's. I think it's one where it's kind of like Inception. It's kind of like Matrix. It's kind of like those films where I think if you rewatch it, yeah, you'd be like, now I have the benefit of having seen it once through. Yeah, I kind of get why he's doing that and why he's doing that and why they're doing that. And and I did that really kind of crappy thing as a as a person watching a movie where it's not a twist, but there's like a a connecting piece that fits into place, and I figured out that connecting piece moments before they revealed it and I was right. like oh, I know what it is I know what it is and just kind of blurred out to my wife just to prove that I'm smart enough as a movie <laughs> fan didn't have to tell it but I have because I worked it out so yeah just did that minutes before they did it themselves good oh thanks man no really thanks what you've actually done is spoiled the movie unnecessarily but no thank you very much so uh, yeah Tenet is my number five from 2020 good man okay number four number four from 2020 so you're number three my number three it's from 2004 I'm going backwards yes and again several choices you could pick here and I've opted for School of Rock oh what a movie as an interesting shout so there's there's probably better films out and I was torn between this and a couple of others here but I put it in the list on pure watchability. Yeah. And it has stood the test of time as something that has just established its place on terrestrial channels yeah. for repeat viewing. And it's it's just it's it's nice. It's the sort of film where you you see it on and it's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll watch this for a bit." And it's it's just a it's just good fodder. And uh yeah, I think it's uh, it's under underrated perhaps as a film. There's a there's a category of movies that when you're sat down with your wife or your mate or whatever and you're trying to figure out what film you're going to watch, mm. it's one of those that's always in contention. You may yeah. never land on it, but if one of you goes, oh, what about School of Rock? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you might go, oh, but what about? Yeah. But it's still there. You never yeah. go, well, you know what? I'm not in the mood for School of Rock. You're always in the mood for that kind of... And, and you exactly. could land on it in the end. You could go, yeah, definitely we're going to watch School of Rock. But it's that kind of movie. You're right. So watchable. It's proper funny there's the songs in it are brilliant mm. the whole story's great and it's Jack Black's best film by far yeah I'd say so by far I'd but say that's, so you know it's not a detriment to his other movies he's great yeah but that is pure that's Jack Black at his peak perfect role for that bloke so yeah. 17 years ago though it's crazy yeah, that's bad in it that's bad that Ugh. is bad right where are those kids now eh uh, yeah you're number three <laughs> Hi, Dave here from That Movie List Podcast. Now you know me, I live for the little surprises that life throws at you. Finding a fiver in the pocket of an old coat, thinking you'd eaten the last biscuit in the tin, only to discover there's an entire second layer. Waking up thinking your alarm will be going off soon, then realising it's 2am and you can just roll over and go back to sleep. Well, I've got another surprise for you. Remember wrestling from the 90s and early 2000s? 
Well, it's still happening today under the WWE brand. And even better, the Views from the Sofa Network has a podcast about it to help get you back up to speed. On it, the guys preview the upcoming main events and predict the outcomes of each match as part of an ongoing league. There's also the opportunity for you to win free WWE merch each round by playing along as well. So, if you want to restart your love affair with wrestling and potentially win some merch, why not listen in to the Wrestling Predict Cast wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, my number three is from 2016, and it's a film called Train to Busan. I remember you going on about this. Yeah, I love this movie. It's immense. Um, Train to Busan is a zombie is a Korean zombie movie, and the um, premise is really simple. Loads of commuters are rushing to get on a train. They get on the train, and the last person to get on just before the train doors close has been bitten by a zombie, and then attacks another passenger who attacks another passenger, and slowly but surely, as zombies are taking over the rest of the country, the train is slowly being infected as well while it's going. Yeah, and they've locked the driver away so it can keep driving, and it's a bunch of passengers stuck in this train carriage who have then got to make their way to another train carriage they know have got survivors in because there's a connection between two people like two people got off at both different parts of the train mm. and it's just got loads of stuff in there it's funny it's action packed it's scary it's got those kind of cool action uh, cool thr- thriller tense moments where they've kind of figured something out about the zombies the way to get past it so it's that classic yeah. we've got to be from A to B and there's a carriage full of zombies, but we know a way through. Right, it's okay. going to be dodgy. Yeah, it's obviously got a tiny girl. They've got to make sure they save because she's only a kid. Yeah, it's got the guilty dad. It's got the dickhead who's going to ruin everything. Yeah, it fits everything perfectly, and it's just one of those where I'd heard how amazing it was, and you're like, ah, we'll give it a go, and it proper lived up to the hype. It was immense. So nice. There is a sequel that I've heard is not so great that I do want to watch. The Plane to Busan. It's called Peninsula. Okay. So, Train to Busan Peninsula. So, it only came out last year or two years ago. 2019, I think it came out. Okay. But I've not heard amazing things. But it wouldn't surprise me because Train to Busan is, is, is incredible. Nice. So, so, yeah, if you've never heard of it, never even thought about seeing it, watch it. It's it's proper good. And I'd go as far to say the best zombie movie ever as well. Nice. Yeah, okay. Interesting. You Your number three? Oh. Four, so, my two, number two. Number two. My number two. It's going back to 2008. Of course it is. I think it might be one of your picks. Might be my number one. Let's be, let's be frank. It's my number one, isn't it? Okay, I think it is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, skip, skip, we'll skip that. So what's your number two? My number two from 2012 has got to be your number one. Surely. Go on. It's the Avengers. It is, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Avengers and Dark Knight then, shall yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it could not be the Avengers. I loved Dark Knight Rises, which was also 2012. Yes. And there was like a, eh, should I? But I thought, no, it's it's Avengers. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's You forget how amazing Avengers was as an idea, mm. as a whole concept. as like the idea of there's been four superhero movies before this, and now we've brought all them all together, and it's going to work brilliantly, perfectly. Yeah. And... It was. It ticked every box. You had superheroes versus superheroes. You had superheroes fighting mindless, kind of faceless villains, yeah. and it gave you Loki, who's so lasting and so impactful that he's now got his own TV show on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous that movie. And there's things, the fact that Endgame links all the way back 
to Avengers, yeah. that film, is even more mad and yeah. crazy and ridiculous. The whole plan is... What Marvel has done cannot be repeated and people should stop trying. No. Yes, exactly. That. The foresight and the foreshadowing yeah. and the the planning that's gone into that is unparalleled. So, yeah, it, it's it's got to be up there, isn't it? You've even got... A, there's even an argument for they should stop trying. Yeah, because there's a little part of me thinking you're never going to... What you've done from 2008 when Iron Man came out through to Endgame in 2019, I guess mm. it must have been, that you're not going to be able to match that. You're no. not going to be able to do it again. I just can't see it. See what I, the own, where I think it's going to go is I think they're going to do. I think there will be a series of seemingly non interlinked films. Yeah, that all then become clear that it's all happening in the same universe. Yeah, and that will become the new Avengers type thing. So it'll be like, nobody will know that it's going to become this, this collective of films. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with, um, that Bruce Willis one. Yeah. So like they did with split. Yes. Unbreakable and glass. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with that, but like, don't make it, it became clear in the second one, didn't it? So don't make it. Yeah. It was, yeah, pretty much, pretty much from the first, they tried it, didn't they? So from the first, when Nick Fury came out and said, Avengers initiative, you went, Oh, I wonder yeah. and then you're right so they've almost got to go against the formula they've had so far by going oh none of them are linked yeah they're, they're just going to we're just going to keep them completely separate yep yeah like, I would, I'd buy that I'd, I'd go for that we'll, we'll we'll see I'm very intrigued to how any of this fits together if it mm. does because I just don't know where you go and there's just no there's no poss- and they've, they've muddied the waters with WandaVision and Loki and I'm loving all the content I love all of it I think it's brilliant and I'm still a massive geek for it but my worry is it's diminishing returns. It was such lightning in the bottle. Yeah. It's just, it's it's like nothing else. Absolutely like nothing else. So, yeah. See, the one from, the other one from 2012 that I was tempted by was Skyfall. Solid. Yeah. Just Absolutely solid. It's one of, one of the, one of the best Bond films, I think. Yeah. I think it's probably Craig, Daniel Craig's best one. Just Pippin, Casino Royale. See, I see. I think it's still Casino Royale for me. I don't know. I do like Skyfall though. I do, Yeah. He's, he's, apart from even Quantum of Solace has got his moments there's not much in this Craig's Bond films are, are up there anyway yeah so yeah. and then we'll find out about No Time to Die this year indeed indeed so yeah my my, my number two and your number one 2008 Dark uh, Knight yeah Dark Knight which best film of all time so uh, hands down <laughs> done sorted my favourite movie greatest film ever made it's the best superhero movie Okay. Um, it sets a ridiculous idea of a man who dresses a billionaire dressed about to fight crime and essentially makes it not about him whatsoever and just makes it about a more ridiculous person who dresses up as a clown yep. um, it's, there's not a bad moment in The Dark Knight it's on for about five hours and it's yep. every bit of it's brilliant and then you re-watch <laughs> it and you go how's this three hours long and there's moments you completely forget about yeah there's a whole bit where he travels to um, a different country and steals back like a, a money launderer with a plane. Completely forget that happens. Oh, yeah. Takes a plane over, takes him out of his building using like a grappling hook thing and brings him back. Yeah, he does that uh, x-ray vision thing, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's that, a whole yeah. bit there. Just completely forget that he does that. Yeah, there's that whole sequence. <laughs> there's so much of it. There's a bit where Joker steals all the mob's money and burns it and then uses it as a slide. Yeah. Forget that's in there. Yeah. You just focus on the really 
big bits and the really big moments and like you were so desperate the, it's one of those films where the minute it ended yeah. you were gutted it was ending you were yeah. just like I want to see more of what this is going to be yeah and that's anyway that's almost why Dark Knight Rises doesn't make this list in the end because it was never ever going to come close no it it's a good film but it, it, it couldn't no it was the impossible follow up it's one of those where people say The Dark Knight Rises is rubbish and you go, no, it's not rubbish. It's just not Dark Knight. Yeah. It's compared to that, it's not The Dark Knight. It's like yeah. Batman Begins is not as good as The Dark Knight, but it's a great movie. Yeah. Brilliant. But Dark Knight was just by far and ahead than anything. And it's so different as a superhero movie to what they're making now. Mm. Like Even now with, with Patterson doing Batman and you know, Affleck doing Batman, you're like, stop. Yeah. You're not going to be able to match what they did. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Stop casting Joker. Well, okay, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is incredible. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to do what Ledger did. It's just not going to happen. No. So it's got no. a massive legacy and it is brilliant. So for me, Dark Knight. Nice. Good shouts. Your 2016 movie wasn't the 2016 movie I thought you were going to pick. What did you think I was going to pick? Arrival. Yeah. See, I easily thought, because Arrival would have probably, it was on par with Train to Busan. Because mm, okay. Arrival, I'll always remember Arrival just being this film. I was like, oh, it looks like a rubbish alien mm. invasion movie, Kaz. Why have you made us come to see this? And I halfway through turned into her going, right, well, this is brilliant. So this is, <laughs> this is amazing. Just just from the, from the off. I love Arrival. Yeah. Such a good film. Yeah. I think Train to Busan's better, or, or it's on par, but... Yeah, Arrival, I easily thought was your number one pick. Well, I mean, the, the main reason I didn't pick it was because I didn't realise it was 2016. Um, <laughs> well, there so, might be people coming out saying it's not 2016, Ben. Yeah. It is according to the list I was using. So, I mean, yeah, I think I think I probably would have had that. That that tops Creed for my, for my reckoning. The other one that was in 2016 that I was contemplating was Deadpool. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But again, if Arrival isn't that, that year, then that would that would top that year for me. Any other honourable mentions? Oh, I've got so many. Um, I did. I did initially start by doing a. Can I get a Dwayne Johnson film in every year? But I couldn't. What film was missing? What What year was missing? Uh, I stopped when I couldn't get one. Two thousand sixteen. Oh, gutted. But yeah. Um, so the the toughest decision I think I had was probably two thousand four. So I went for School of Rock. And then in that year, you also got Saw, the first Saw film, which Absolutely was solid. Yeah, like franchise setting, totally different type movie. And it was, you could watch it. Yeah. That's, that's for me. You could actually watch that movie because the problem I always have with the other Saws is I can't watch them. Yeah. Like, I, they're just, the minute, it was one where she gets thrown into a pit of needles and I went, I, I, this isn't for me. I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. Why am I watching this movie? Yeah. Where Saw One is brilliant. Yeah, it's it's just on the right point. But yeah, yeah they they did try to uh, continue try to beat it, which was uh, a shame. But yeah, so there was there was that there was Love Actually out that year. Solid, Again, another classic film like similar to School of Rock, and that it's always always on, always watchable, always always safe. Yeah, that's fair. And then you've got Spider Man Two in there as well that year. Oh, what a which film! Is a great film, best Spider Man film they've done. That's true. Um. And then Walking Tall, of course, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Just, yeah, just to get the mention in, of course. Yeah. See, my hard, my toughest year was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. 
I've forgotten what year was he my says confidently. Year. Yeah, 2012, I think. Um, it was the year that had split. Yep. Was it 2012? Was it 2016? No, it was 2016. 2016 was my toughest year. Okay. Because it was the year that had split. It was the big Marvel film was... Civil War. Civil War. That almost made the list because I love Civil War. I think that's one of the best Marvel movies by far. Um, And then other really random ones in there. So ones that were clearly five-star movies like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Incredible movie. Um, Paddington was out that year Paddington was out that year um, The Jungle Book the like remake yep. that was a great movie Sully starring Tom Hanks yep. that was a great movie um, and then there was ones that were just like on the outside of that Your Name which you might not have heard Dave. of if you haven't is great it's Dave yeah clever yeah Fences um, rubbish. that was rubbish Go- oh, Ghostbusters like Fences amazing Ghostbusters solid you Rogue said one. Deadpool was Rogue One that Rogue year as well? Rogue, Rogue One well. was that year. Good year. What, that a, was. what a year for films that was. That was. I picked Suicide Squad. I know you don't like it, but I, I really like that film. Yeah, Suicide Squad, solid. For blockbusters, it was decent too. You had Batman versus Superman. You had Star Trek Beyond, Magnificent Seven. There was random ones. Triple Nine was out there. Central Intelligence. You could have had the rock for yeah. that year. Could have done, yeah. Yeah. Could have done. So. But yeah, that was that was a good year for me to get my first unlimited cinema card. Yeah, it was. That was. I think that was the year I gave up my unlimited cinema. It was, card. yeah, it was <laughs> absolutely gutted. Um, yeah, so good year for movies, and then twenty twenty. The only other one for twenty twenty that could have came close was the Invisible Man, which I've right. talked about on here before and yeah. was amazing as a film. So there we go. There you go. Well, yeah. So two the same. Well done. You were right. right. Oh well, I'll take that. Um, it's quiz time. I should probably. I can't do two things at I once. Probably leave a sting. Yeah, I, 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 keep on, I keep on leaving gaps, thinking he's leaving a gap for the sting, but he's not. No, he's I'm just not, trying, I'm just he's trying to write down the time. That's time exactly time. right. That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> just let us into the secrets. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's twenty-eight minutes thirty-three, Ben. When you edit in this, there you go. Um, so what we need is that editorial discussion sting again here, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's in. There we go. Um, my quiz this week um, is. To link it to the Euros is a footballers-related quiz. Wow. Okay. It's football and film as they meet. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a movie and three footballers. And you've just got to tell me which footballer starred in the film. Easy. Easy. Super easy. And bizarrely surprising. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Okay, good. Some of these, dead simple, dead straightforward, so easy it'll be ridiculous and you'll go, I can't believe you've got nine films here, Ben. But I have. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So we're going to start super straightforward with Escape to Victory. Sylvester Stallone. He's not a footballer, Ben. Michael Caine. He's not a footballer. But did it star George Best, Pele or Gordon Banks? One of those films was in. It's a prison movie. They have to play football to get out. I think I don't know I've not seen it for ages but it starred either George Best Pele or Gordon Banks Pele wasn't it it was Pele it's Pele good yeah. knowledge yeah. that was the easy one right then so <laughs> X-Men The Last Stand Ooh. the third of the X-Men movies this character played Juggernaut yeah who's technically Professor X's brother oh really yeah 
okay. I'm but surprised was Vinnie Jones did that. It was Vinnie Jones, absolutely. Good. <laughs> Good, all right. And Vinnie Jones. It was Vinnie Jones, yeah. What I were your other choices? Dion Dublin and Razor Ruddock. <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> Dion Dublin. Well, that was the gag I was going for, you see. I was going to say that, then I was going to give you Dion Dublin, and for all the football fans out there, you'd, yeah. you'd laugh. Yeah. Stairs up to the bedrooms there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Professor X. The Theory of Everything. Stephen Hawking's biopic. But did it star Eric Cantona, Zinedine Zidane, or Frank LaBeouf? Uh, I think it's Frank the Farmer. It is. It's yeah. Frank the Farmer. It is Frank the Beef. It is <laughs> Frank LaBeouf. He randomly, and I always remember this, he randomly plays the doctor that tells Stephen Hawkins that he's got motor neuron disease. Is it motor neuron disease? It's motor mm. neuron disease. And it's one of those where you're sat in the cinema watching The Theory of Everything, and a little part of you goes, huh, that looks just like Frank LaBeouf. <laughs> and you're like, it's not, is it? And then he's still on the scene going, that looks... But I can't turn to my wife and go, is that Frank LaBeouf? Is that ex-Frank she she yeah, Frank exactly, LaBeouf? Exactly. So it's one of those where you IMDb afterwards and go, "My," and then you say to your wife, Frank LaBeouf was in that movie. <laughs> and what's he been in? I don't know, a couple of World Cups. <laughs> I don't know what, what to tell you. This, this sounds like a feature for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, remember that. <laughs> right then. Elizabeth, the Kate Blanchett starring Elizabeth the First biopic. Okay, did it star Vinnie Jones, Frank LaBeouf, or Eric Cantona? It was Eric. It was Eric. It was did you Eric. know that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, you probably Eric. gave me a look like I was going to be confusing. It was. It's Eric Cantona in a really random role where he played like a French dignitary. Mm, right. And that, that was another one where you went, huh, is Eric Cantona? <laughs> What's he doing? It's the Elizabethan times of time of ruffles and collars and stuff like that. It's the so only weird. film he could be in. It was so weird. I just, you can't, footballers can't be in movies. No. They cannot be in films. No footballers managed to get past the idea of you going, no. <laughs> that's front of the birth. They're typecast, aren't they? They're absolutely They're typecast. Typecast. They're typecast. absolutely career typecast. <laughs> None of these footballers have managed to do it. <laughs> I mean, you'll know this one. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Was it Vinnie Jones, David Beckham, or Cristiano Ronaldo? It's Bex. It was Bex. Bex. I've not seen that movie, but I know he's in it wearing a fake nose. It was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know which footballer was in Basic Instinct 2? Mm, I will do when you give me the options. Dion Dublin, Andrew Cole, or Stan Collymore? Uh, Stan Collymore, because he's friends with um, the lead actress. Is he? Sharon Stone. Yeah. Stan Collymore. He's friends with Sharon you Stone. You think Stan Collymore is friends he with is. Sharon that's Stone? That's how we got the role. Behave. No, that's it is. How, how are they mates? What circles does Stan Collymore and Sharon Stone go in? I wouldn't want to comment on, on the recording. That's absolutely podcast. fair. No, but fair enough. It was Stan Collymore. You're absolutely was. right, but I'm not convinced it's because they were mates. Went to the same school, Stan yeah, Collymore. Yeah, Oh, you did. I did. Yeah, but not Sharon Sat Stone. At his desk. It was his French desk. Do you know because it said Stan was here? Yeah. Did it? He literally graffitied <laughs> the desk. Yeah. <laughs> Stan, if you're listening, yeah. big fan. Yeah. Not of your movie work. I've never seen Basic Instinct two. Taught his daughter to swim as well. Of course you did. Yeah, there you go. Of course you did. <laughs> 
Did he drop her off and pick her up? Yeah. Have you met Stan Collymore? Yeah. He's that's, massive. That's a better story. He's I've massive. I've met Stan Collymore's what you lead with, not I sat at a desk he once drew on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm building to that. Yeah, Fair, he, no, it was good. It was good. It was suspenseful. He's enormous. Nice. Hi, and, and, it's, and it was it was it as he was dropping his wife, his wife off, his daughter off, his wife. Yeah. As it was dropping his daughter off, that he went, "Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back in a bit, Dave. I'm just going to go have a coffee with Sharon Stone." Uh, no, he didn't. know he just he just said, "I'm just dropping the kids off at the pool," and uh, <laughs> then left. <laughs> Moving on. Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. One of these three footballers gets hired by whatever team the Triple X people work with because their footballing skill is so good they can hit anyone with a football. Okay, makes sense. Good at picking a pass, okay. It's Messi, Neymar or Ronaldinho. Which one of those three was in Triple X, Return of Xander Cage? That has got Ronaldinho written all over it. It's Neymar. Really? Neymar is in there. I've never seen Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. No. Uh, when, they, when they replaced... Ice Cube back with um, with Vin Diesel, they lost me. Um, so yeah, Neymar's in it apparently, wow. and he gets recruited because his passing skills are something they need, I guess. Cool. I don't think he's in it for more than a cameo. No. Talking of cameo, do you know who's in Asterix at the Olympic Games? <laughs> no. Playing a Roman emperor. Is that a film? Okay. It is a film. It's either Frank LaBeouf, Eric Cantona, or Zinedine Zidane. Now. Am I red herringing you? <laughs> red herringing you? I, I, I don't think you've got that much that much foresight. Considering you told me you did this quiz on the toilet earlier on. I'm going to go with Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> it is Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> Damn it. And a film I only found out by researching this quiz. Son of the Black Gun. Wow. Now, Son of the Black Gun is about a German Luger that... It's a Luger. A Luger is a type of gun. Okay. That is got like a really dodgy history and ends up on the streets of London and loads of people die. And this this footballer played a rough London gangster and by all accounts was the best person in the film, apparently. Okay, interesting. So, which of these three people played a rough London gangster? Gary Lineker, Ian Wright, or Alan Shearer? Now, one of those three was in Son of the Black Gun, and one of those three played a rough London gangster. Well, out of those three, I'd suggest Ian Wright. And you'd be absolutely right. Wow, okay. <laughs> Bizarre. Only film. No one really knows why he did it. <laughs> Clearly owed someone some money or some favour. Fair play. But there we go. That is footballers who have starred in films. That was so, a good quiz. That I enjoyed that. Yeah. Vinnie Jones is up there as the one that's probably most... Ex- well, Eric Cantona has been done a few. And Stan Collymore did one. That's that's a good. That's that'd be a decent five side team that or a seven like five team five oh, side team you squad. Had to make, if you had to make a yeah, yeah, not bad at all. That you know, he says struggling to get the quiz the quiz back up. Yeah, you've got Zinedine Zidane in there and Ian Wright up front. Well, Neymar next to Neymar. Yeah, right. Stan Collymore's a bit got of, no goalies. I was going to say Stan Collymore's a bit of a weak link. Sorry, Stan, I know you're listening. Um, Pele. Could Pele still do a job? I'd, I'd take him on my five-side team. <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. No, go- no keepers. I tell you what, we'll we'll throw Vinny in goal. 
he'd, he'd done a job I remember him doing a job when he played yeah there you go so anyway we're in, we're in danger of turning this movie podcast into a football podcast well, the, the, the one linked to the, to the Euro- European Championships that's the one yeah, yeah absolutely right and if you're interested <laughs> in football in podcasts uh, the team sheet is also on the Views from the Sofa Network for you footballing fans sometimes sometimes it stays there season one is out is how we're marketing that right then um, you must have uh, what's my name again I do. I do have what's my did name you, again. Did you pause for the sting there? I did, yeah. That's very kind of you. I know, yeah, I'm nice, I know. Um, so my, my film was Avengers. Yep. That was my number one. And I've gone for Brent McGee. First of all, in this film, there's a lot of uncredited characters that seemingly oh, had names. Oh, right, okay. Um, which is interesting. So they didn't make the credits, but they had either been allocated a name or made one up and just put it on IMDb. There's there's an idea around that, and it might be that Joss Whedon said this, there's an idea around that that you're, if you're an actor, they, they reckon if you can, give your extras names. Hmm. Because it looks much better to have played Brian in The Avengers than Guy Who Sweeps Floor. Yes. Because at least then people go, oh, he was named. He That's must it. have had a speech. He must That's have it. had a role in it. So for an actor's CV, there's something in that, and I know there are some screenwriters that do that kind of thing. So maybe Joss Whedon's one of them. And going back to going back to the whole sort of Avengers world and stuff as well, the, it's entirely plausible that they could become a crucial part of a future film. <laughs> so, Absolutely, yeah. Because there's that. Unless this is going to ruin what you're going to say here, but there's that bloke from it was it was it Iron Man, the scientist from Iron Man. Yeah, it's not him. Became the guy who then was the helping the villain in um, Far From Home. Yeah. And it was one of those where you go, there's no way. There's no way yeah. that's the same actor. They've superimposed him in that movie and they hadn't. So no. you're right. He's back. If you're in there, make make enough of an impact to be a villain later on. Damn straight. Yeah, too right. Which I'm hoping Brent McGee gets the opportunity to do. Of course, Brent McGee. So he plays Faceless Pilot. <laughs> faceless Pilot? Faceless Pilot. So I'm assuming he's a pilot, but wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. possibly. That's a that's that's a fair assumption. Um, not what I would have any immediately thought, <laughs> but I did. I didn't remember any people not having a face. So uh, to be fair to him, though, he's not. He's now got a bad little career. So he was in Avengers Assemble as faceless pilot. He's yep. been in pit. Uh, he's been in Star Trek Into Darkness. Classic. Enterprise crew engineer. I'd love to be an, a crew, oh, an, crew engineer. You, I, that's one way you don't mind not having a name. Oh, yeah. I was an Enterprise crew engineer. Like, exactly. You just tell people that anyway. See, then he goes back and reprises his role in Civil War as a task force pilot. So you're assuming it's the same pilot. Yep. So he's so he's actually, he's starred in, his, he's starred in more Avengers movies and more Marvel movies than Ed Norton did. Yeah, than Ed Norton did, yeah. Exactly. He played yeah. the Hulk in the first movie. So, you know, he's got that. Because he also comes back for Endgame. He certainly does. So he's in Civil War, Assemble, and Endgame. He's in all three of the big Avengers films. He gets... Oh, I thought he got a name then. He's not got a name, has he? He's, no. In Avengers, he's Camp, Le- Lehigh, Camp Lehighguard? Yeah. So he's gone... He, he, he's retired from his time in the skies. He's no longer a pilot, and he's gone back to being a guard. There's a... St- if if I was him, I'd make a story. You'd make yeah. a story in your head, wouldn't you? Definitely. There'd be a... Ba- like, I know I'm the same bloke, but I... You know, didn't follow orders. I was a rogue, and they bumped me down to the definitely guard of Camp Lehigh. I don't remember Camp Lehigh in Avengers Endgame. No, I don't either. I don't. 
So it was obviously a crucial part of the whole story. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he must have done a good job in it because his next role was in a film called The Shoot where he played condescending boyfriend. <laughs> oh, what a role. There you go. Natural. So he's, in, he's, in, he's a TV producer in Genius, which is a series on Disney Plus at the minute or, or Paramount, wherever it is on. And, and yeah. yeah, he's still going. He's got he's got a good good career. He's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. He was in perfect pitch. There you go. I thought that was going to be pitch perfect. Yeah, I started to read that out and then realised that's not the film I think it is. Now, have you fig- have you have you come across what I've come across, which is the fact that there's a reason that he's in all these Avengers movies? Oh no, that's because when he's not pretending to be a pilot, a disgraced pilot, he's also a stand-in for Chris Evans. Wow! So he's standing for Chris Evans in Endgame, in Infinity War, in Civil War, in Age of Ultron, in Winter Winter Soldier. He was also in. He was also worked on Dark Knight Rises and Ghost Protocol and Homecoming, and cool. the, hang, the Hangover Part Three. He's a driver as well and a stuntman, so I think he's a bit of a stunt actor. Cool. Yeah, he was a production assistant on Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, well. fair play. There you go. So there you go. There well you go. done, Brent. Brent McGee. We're, you know, I'd say future. I don't want to see you win an Oscar, Brent. No. I want to see you manage to turn Campley Highgard into that Disney Plus series we were all waiting for. Absolutely. You know, Loki, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Camp La High Guard. Yeah. Disgraced pilot. Do you think is. do you think La High was the place? Or do you think <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Go on. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Or do you think it was actually called Camp La High? Because they have different connotations. Oh, yeah. I mean I I, I assumed it was a French guy like Pop. That's what I assumed. It was Camp La High Guard. That's what I assumed. You know, it's it's what it is. So, as always, the next time you and your loved one are sat down to watch Avengers, let's say Avengers or Avengers Assemble in this country for some random reason, when you sat down to watch Avengers and there's a pilot and you cannot see his face, now either because it's covered by a mask or because he just doesn't have one, because Brent McGee is that good. I want you to turn to your loved one and say that is Brent McGee mm-hmm. who was standing for Chris Evans on more than one occasion mm-hmm. and production assistant on The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. F- f- I say future. We're going to see it. The Brent, the Brent McGee series of, uh, of, of Avengers Camp the High Guard. Right then. 45 minutes. I think it's time we do some plugs. Oh, yes, please, Ben. Been looking forward to this for 45 minutes. Of course you have. If you love hearing my voice, then there is another podcast out there. It's called The Wrestling Predict Cast, and that also has my voice on it. You kind of have to like wrestling as well, though, if you're into that one. There are other podcasts on the Views from the Sofa Network. They include The Team Sheet and From the Canvas. Um, And there are loads of previous podcasts. Those previous podcasts cover all sorts of lists from top five movie deaths top five films that should have sequels and top movie titles that are also spoilers for the movie wow yeah they sound great there's loads we're, yeah, they're out there there's like 30 of them now so or 35 or 36 or 37 of them now so we're, we're, we're chugging along if you've got a suggestion for a list find us on Facebook or Twitter just search for that movie list podcast or I think it's at movie list pod I think I can never remember and be sure, please, to rate, review, and tell a friend. Tell a movie-loving friend how great this podcast is. And uh, 
yeah, just get our numbers up and get our downloads up so uh, more people are listening. I think I've done the plugs. I think you have. While you've been messing with the lights in this room, turn them on, turn them off, pointing at little lights and statues and things you've got in this little little pod studio thing that we're recording in and uh, turning all the lights different colours to try and put me off. You're welcome. Always a consummate professional. Say goodbye, Dave. <laughs> goodbye. Thank you.